is the Podswoggle Network. Hashtag Augie Say Yes. Welcome to Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, and I am pretty pissed off. This is a landmark episode for all the wrong reasons of Podswoggle. It's episode 253, and I'm proud of us that it has taken us this long to come to this moment. The podcast that was ruined by technical difficulties. Now, we've had technical difficulties on the show before. We've had... Uh, parts of the show that have been scrambled or missing or fucked up. We've lost full episodes of the podcast because of drunken mistakes as well. Uh, this one, there was no drunken mistakes or drunken accidents uh, that occurred. Uh, we recorded Tuesday, September 22nd, news podcast for the first time in a very long time. And it was a great show. It was a wonderful show. Uh, we Follow that up with, as you'll hear next week, the greatest game podcast maybe we've ever had in our entire history. And unfortunately, that show is not unscathed either. In the midst of me moving into my new house, if you're a fan of Married with Movies, uh, plug, plug, uh, other podcasts on the Swoggle Network, you know that I moved into a a new house. You know that uh, Rich is in a new apartment. Tope is in a new apartment. Augie just moved into a new house. Uh, so we had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, in the midst of all of that, Rich got a new computer. Rich normally records the podcast via uh, an audio hijack program. I also have my Skype recorder as well, but it's given me issues in the past. When we started to record, Rich's hijack just wasn't working. And I was like, you know what? I got this. You know, I, I, We haven't had too many problems with my free Skype recorder. So we started to record. Somewhere along like the hour mark... Widden's call got placed on hold. Uh, we had to get him back on the call. We got him back on the call. We continued. And for some reason, what you're going to hear in just a few minutes is everything after Widden came back, which is about 25% of the news that we actually talked about. Which is frustrating. Frustrating as fuck. Uh, it would happen again, and you'll hear on next week's podcast, in the midst of 8-bit themes, which is uh, horrible. Uh, so next week I'm going to be uh, finishing out 8-bit themes by myself as like a recap of what happened. I'm like, the whatever they're calling Arta O'Cal on NXT, he goes over the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. So we lost the last like 10-15 minutes of that show. Not, not as bad as this one. And also... The game podcast, I think, is is much more entertaining and, and a better show than what the news podcast was. Not to say the news podcast was bad. It was a lot full of a lot of really good stuff. But um, here's what we're doing this week. I'm recording this super long intro explaining why what you're about to hear is what it is, what you're about to hear, and also recap kind of what you missed. Like I said, I have about 40 minutes of what was an hour and a half worth of news podcasting i'm going to air that uh, in its entirety with uh some you know segment clips we just thankfully there's some segments in there that we got to got to fit in then 
uh, a little bonus. Well, it's going to kind of be in the middle of it, and you'll hear the difference because it'll just be Rich and I. Uh, Rich, uh, after, because I found out about this immediately after I stopped recording. I stopped recording. I looked for my files, and I saw there was only a couple of them there. I looked everywhere. I see the files. They just don't have any uh, memory to them. There's no, no substance. There's nothing whatsoever. It's great, isn't it? Uh, on top of everything else that's going on, it's absolutely wonderful. Uh, Rich finally fixed Hijack and his hijacking program and asked me to jump on Skype last night to go over it, making sure that it worked, had the settings correct, yada, yada, yada. And then we just started BSing about wrestling as we're prone to do and launched in about probably another like 20, 25 minutes of almost its own little mini game, something I've done with Rich in the, in the past. Uh, he's somehow cursed at guessing wrestlers' ages. So uh, we got on the subject of NXT. I quizzed him about some NXT ages. So you're going to hear most of what we did on Tuesday night uh, as we start to wrap up that subject before we get into the, um, the plugs and finally reading your tweets and emails that we've received. And we thank you for that very, very much. I'm going to just throw in that 15, 20 minutes of Rich and I talking before uh, we wrap up that show, and then it'll conclude with all five of us uh, discussing what we discussed. I would be remiss if I didn't very, very quickly cover, uh, to my knowledge and my memory, what is now absent from this podcast. Of course, we all signed on, and we all had a good laugh. We talked about our new houses and shit. Uh, Somehow Kevin Federline came on, uh, uh, came up, in our conversation, and we found out that he has 3,332 Twitter followers. I challenged Kevin Federline to get an additional Twitter follower in the time that we recorded. You'll hear the result of that later on. Uh, then, of course, we realized that we still have more Twitter followers than the Mrs. Dad, and we talked about the Mrs. Dad, who now has a championship belt with his face on it. Uh, launched into a little bit of a talk of what happened with Night of Champions. Uh, maybe the highlight of what you're missing is a retrospective rich segment on Sting and his return to WWE, and the death of Sting, as we all know it now. We also discussed the true meaning of getting a calzone and earning a calzone, uh, which, uh, even on that show, we didn't actually reveal what it was. But uh, trust me, you want to earn a calzone. Uh, Then we talked about, you know, Raw, how it's going, and how ratings are really, really being uh, something that they're panicking over, and we said how stupid that was. And we talked about how stupid it is for fans to be talking about ratings because we're watching it and it doesn't really matter. Uh, There's a lot of crapping on fans on this show, so it's maybe a good thing we uh, lost. Not you guys, not our Potswoggle audience, but like wrestling fans in general. I did a Fuck You the Week on the Full Sail audience, which I am a part of almost on a regular basis now, but I didn't enjoy being a part of. Uh, So that was also fun. Uh, Of course, from that, we talked about NXT and questioned if it's still good or not. Um, I think we came to the conclusion that it is. It's just, you know, it's developmental, and it's still developing uh, new stars, and we're excited to see what's going to come from that. Talked a little indies and talked about uh, how Bola blew everyone's dicks off. I actually did three facts about Bola, which I believe were uh, yelling about them throwing money at the ring uh, after the Lucha Underground match. Uh, it was me yelling about... Oh, I don't even remember. Jesus Christ. Which is another reoccurring theme, is that my memory is just absolutely going, and I, I don't know why. 
you'll hear a very, very brief, 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 brief part of our conversation about the Divas Revolution and why it is or is not working, uh, which led into NXT Divas and Augie wondering what they're going to be doing with that, which is another little brief, brief thing you'll hear at the beginning uh, of the recording, uh, which launched into us yelling about Eve Marie and me painstakingly describing uh, what everyone just saw last night on NXT, her match with Carmella, and how, uh, now, that, I mean, it wasn't obvious to the audience at the time, it's going to be a gimmick of hers that she's either being protected by the refs or she's just barely getting by. Um, but her count-out victory to Carmella, which was absolutely bonkers if you were there in the actual Full Sail crowd watching it happen, uh, which led into... Just a beautiful segment, and if you're if you're a fan of going to podswallow.com and finding the podcast, uh, or you know if if you just get the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, I still encourage you every week to go to podswallow.com and see the podcast there because I always attach a photo uh, that kind of summarizes what the podcast is all about. Uh, this week's photo is a picture of The Rock's ex-wife, uh, Danny Garcia, who uh, we talked about. We think is becoming a man. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. Trying to be as PC as possible. But uh, she's even Marie's manager. I was watching Total Divas. And I was like, you know, that's a kind of a deep voice. And she's got a lot of muscles. And I found photos of her being like a bodybuilder online. And she's uh, she looks like Daffy Duck in Space Jam after she drinks Michael Jordan's secret stuff. Uh, or was that Bugs Bunny? I think it was Bugs. But yeah, I think it was Bugs. Um, and we just mused about women bodybuilders, you know, being the sexist pigs that we are. Particularly me, which you unfortunately will get all of on this uh, podcast that's about to start. Alright, I think that uh, adequately 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 how does Rich do this for like 20 minutes by himself? I have no idea because I'm approaching almost 10 minutes and I feel like such an asshole. Uh, That adequately summarizes what you unfortunately are missing on this podcast so we're going to launch right into what actually survived of the recording then we're going to uh cut to rich and i from last night and then wrap up the show be on the lookout for next week's podcast again you're going to hear me jump on by myself at a random moment just like you're hearing it now Uh, but that podcast is almost completely intact uh, hopefully this will be the last of our technical difficulties. It does say something that uh, after five years and 253 episodes of the five of us who are now recording in five completely different cities uh, are just now having our first really big technical difficulty in terms of a podcast that we recorded that's going out to the masses. Uh, so thank you guys for bearing with us here, uh, and I, we hope that you enjoy what is left of Potswoggle. 253. Well, Wooden's on the... Hey, he's back. Are you there? there we yeah, there. I don't know what happened. I don't know. Sorry. Uh, but, but yeah, there's there's a couple. Like, they, they get one of the... They get either the 9 or 10 slot now, normally pretty regularly, which is nice. Um, because that's, like, one of the big quarter hours in terms of people... Yeah, but the ratings are down, so it's obviously not working. Well, uh, and, and, yeah, I know. I know. And, <laughs> But because because when they all did the when the divas all moved up and everything they did like the the three stables or three whatever you want to call it and I was like this is bullshit but they should end up, like make them all individual and have your feuds and yeah have multiple segments per show just you know like kind of like NXT does fuck though, though I'm okay with 
with uh, Bad being a group. I think that is the only one that actually should be one going forward from everything I've seen because it works. It's built. Sasha's always been with a stable, and I think it works for her. Yeah. Because she can talk shit, and then she has people to back her up who, you know, fit their role. That group makes sense. All the other ones are just like, they don't really make that much sense. Uh, when is uh, Nia Jax going to become Tamina Snuka and none of us notice? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. when. Uh, whenever the, the, the trial starts. <laughs> I remember watching uh, the, the Brooklyn special with... Uh, uh, Spencer, our friend Spencer, um, and they showed the first Nia Jax sort of vignette, and Spencer just like looked at me like quizzically. It's like, what was that about? I'm like, it's The Rock's cousin, and he's like, just they should have just said that. Like that's all Rock's cousin. Okay, cool, thanks. Wait, is another one of the Rock's cousins? He has like 400 of them. Yeah, uh, apparently, holy shit. They're Samoan. <laughs> <laughs> There, yeah, she's a big bad <laughs> bitch. She, she, she's gonna be their their karma. They're gonna make her karma. She's not that big, but she's close, and she's just gonna be an ass kicker. And yeah, once uh, hey, remember we talked about how Jimmy Snuka like probably murdered a woman? They're finally trying to see if he actually murdered that woman. It's coming ah. to fruition. Week of the week. Rockette Lesnar. Oh, wait, wait! What was I say before? We were talking about Sasha. Um, talking about her having a group. Here it is. Nia Damn Jack. it, my fucking memory, man, is going. Nowinski, I need help. Just, just we were talking about like it initially started with the whole page turning heel and everything like yeah. that. No, it was something about like her like bad staying a group. I don't, I don't remember what it was. I think it was just going to be about Jimmy Snuka killing a woman was all it was. So it's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh, I remember we were talking about women, and I know that <laughs> Lana's Lana's out of commission, which means we've gotten even more of Summer Rae on TV. I want to get her thoughts about that. Only you can make that sound sexist. We're talking about women. <laughs> we've got a binder full of women here. We're talking about those uh, those uh, oven mitt wearers. So. <laughs> oh, why? Bleep it. Bleep it. I have to no. oven mitt wearers? You just that's alienated 1% one. of our audience. <laughs> and, and two, all right, one, that's just clunky as hell. That's not even a good slur. Right. And I expect better from you. Fine. Uh... Vacuum monger. <laughs> I'm not saying do it. <laughs> I, I heard it as a challenge. Yeah, so did I, Rich. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you can do better than that. Come on. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I, I guess I expect better of you, but I, you, I know, like, we all know deep down in our hearts you shouldn't. <laughs> um, you better apologize to women at the end of this show. <laughs> Uh, you got me. <laughs> uh, Rich, I'm sorry. I'm sure she overheard with her giant pelican-like ears. But, uh, or no, pelican the big beaks. I'm just all kind of fucking... Hey, get that stupid bitch on the show, Rich. <laughs> hey, whoa, she's not coming anywhere if you fucking talk about her like that. And also, it's really nice out and my windows are open. And my windows are open. Oh, like legit? Well, she can fly right in. I, I have neighbors, man. <laughs> You fly right in. <laughs> First, you apologize because she's—I see her on the tree outside the window right now. <laughs> she heard that. Sorry, Summer. Louder. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> Sorry, Summer. Here's Summer Ray with three historical facts. Hey, Summer. Hi. We won't keep you too long because we know how busy you are. You're on TV so much nowadays. I'm at a hot angle. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, it reminds me. We have to talk about Kurt Angle's brother killing somebody. Uh, <laughs> what? No, no, that, that's, that's not related to you. Sorry. Um, but yeah, you're on TV so much. How's Rusev? You know, like, you're are you hitting it off with him? I know he is. Uh, you know what? Because I was so mean earlier. Summer, I want you to give me three historical facts about anything you want. Okay. Three historical facts about anything I want. Go. <laughs> the Bolshevik Revolution. <laughs> Settled with a resolution. <laughs> Chamomile was the most popular meal in the 1880s. <laughs> Amongst Polish. <laughs> Lemony Snicket was a real dude. <laughs> you you did Gundy for the summer, I could tell. The end. Very good. Those are my favorite facts. Oh, it's kind of sweet. All right, well, Thanks. we're we're done. I'm sweet. I'm so sweet. <laughs> Say hi to Rusev, and uh, will you watch out for that that Dolph Ziggler there? Why? He's he's. You know, he's. A tr- I'm trying to speak to you in kayfabe. You know, you don't know what kayfabe is. I asked him if he was negative or positive, and he wouldn't answer me. Negative or positive? What? It, but, you know, his penis. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Summer. B- bye. <laughs> Everybody know he's filthy. (laughs) Bye, boys. Bye, Bye, Summer. Bye, Summer. Oh, Oh, my God. And I feel bad now. Good Lord. Uh, anything else? I know we. I, I definitely want to hit up the uh, some of the Twitter and f- emails we've gotten recently. Uh, I talk about TNA, but what's the point? Um, you can tell us about how. Uh, well, whose brother was it again? Oh, Kurt Angle's brother killed somebody. That's about it. I just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not not, not not Eric Angle, the uh, the other one. Oh, actually, you know Kurt Angle's brother, Dave Angle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm so I'm so pissed off because I was literally in San Antonio like 24 hours before the uh, ROH's big All Star Extravaganza and I couldn't I couldn't do it I had to fly back but from what I've been hearing like R- RNH is 
is is a lot better. Like RNH is probably better than oh my goodness. What about R- What about R O H? Yeah, I was like, you said R N H twice. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was. I, I okay. I tried to think of a joke for that, but I'm too. I'm too tapped out. That's fine. So, make sure, like, it was like Widen. It's it's been five years. You you know it's R. You've been to an R O H show, Widen. R R R. Uh, something similar is what TNA could have stand stood to call themselves years ago. Just call themselves R and D, research and development. That way, whenever anything's shitty, they could just be like, "No, no, no, we're just we're just testing it out. We're yeah. just we're not. This isn't really what we're doing. We're just don't worry. No, no, no. This isn't it. This isn't it. Don't worry. And we at least give them a fucking excuse for you know everything. <laughs> but yeah, R O H is probably it hasn't been this good since Cole's been champion. So it's it it's going really really good. It's it's good. Uh, again, it's kind of what I said before. Uh, I think it was the draft podcast. I, I record, watch ROH on Destination America every week while I can, while it's still on the air. Uh, and it's good. It's it's nothing spectacular. The, the wrestling's good. It's just the stories are just kind of bland. The talent's great. It's just it's kind of hard to really sink your teeth into sometimes. But yeah, it's still it's still solid. It's definitely the best it's been in a little while. So yes. Um. Yeah, TNA is not going to be on Destination America next year. That'll be fun. Uh, we say that every year. We say that like TNA is not going to be around every year, but somehow or another, they well, keep fucking trucking if, along. If TNA outlives one of us, I'm so sorry. Like, I hope TNA is dead before one of us dies. Well, uh, yeah. Everyone, be careful tomorrow, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's the deal. If somebody dies before TNA, we have to put it on our tombstone. T- it was outlived by TNA. Oh, jeez. <laughs> to, 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 be, to be fair, who thought that Sting would die before TNA? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought they would go down with that ship, too. Like, it is about together. Uh, anything else? We mentioned Bola. Oh, Lucha Underground Season 2 coming oh, up 20, 2016. Thank God. Uh, that was definitely the best part of my day yesterday. They have seasons? Lucha? Yeah, they actually take like 12 weeks off. Good. Yeah. If she fucking take a page out of the book. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of anything. Jimmy Snuka killed a woman. We t- I'm going to make sure we covered that. Uh, a lot of murder on this show today. <laughs> murder! <laughs> anything else we definitely want to cover wrestling-wise? recently i want to make sure we have enough time to record our next podcast too so so what you're saying is i haven't missed shit <laughs> yeah, <you're... laughs> good man october's gonna be good we got the msg network special which if it's anything like beast in the east it's gonna be cool uh brock lesnar's gonna be on the steve austin podcast on yeah network. oh yeah that could get interesting yes. how, how now... much of that is that is, is kayfabe like how much of those podcasts are kayfabe? Oh, uh, they're all like like point oh oh one percent. The only thing that's been kayfabe on that was when Heyman jokingly mentioned to Austin wrestling Lesnar at Mania and trying to make it work, and Austin was like, "Okay, fuck, let's do some business, son," and just started cutting a promo. <laughs> uh, okay. And now because Taker's wrestling Lesnar at Hell in a Cell, I have no idea what they're doing for either one of them at WrestleMania. So now, who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I really did like the um, the the Edge and Christian one too. That was I, that was just funny. That was yeah. fun. I still haven't watched it. I need to. 
Uh, I didn't watch it. I listened to it. I have it on my phone, too. I just yeah. I haven't had a chance to. It was yeah, very, very enjoyable. Be good. Um, yeah, so stuff, stuff's good. Stuff, stuff is good right now. It's not great. It's not bad. We're in a good place. <laughs> we made the whole podcast until right now talking about uh, the Roman Reigns Wyatt family thing. Um, uh, just real quick, uh, show of hands. Well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yay or nay, Braun Strowman, Widen. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with yay for right now. Yay, Rich. Um, I was probably gonna be a nay to a. Uh, uh, exclude me until uh, this past Raw. Uh, he had this one line. It was his only line. Um, uh, it was after like Orton came out to to make the save or whatever. And then like later on in the show, they had their backstage uh, promo. And his one line was, "I caught a snake once when I was a kid, and I skinned it and drank its blood." <laughs> oh. And he delivered it like so well, and the face was like so well. It was like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, it like kind of scared me for a little bit. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was cool. I'm gonna go yay. Uh, also, because like they're they're doing a pretty good job of booking him as like a big monster. They are. They are. It's gonna be really sad when he gets speared through like a table and it's over. No, uh, true. He's already more intimidating than Eric Rowan ever farted. <laughs> <laughs> and Eric Rowan's a notoriously smelly farter, so that's something. But I know it. Uh, Tope Yerne, or you have no opinion? I haven't seen him enough, so I'll go nay. And Augie Braun Strowman is the new guy in the Wyatt family. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> the Wyatt. In which I do have, I do have this question: What was the whole deal with with Jericho and and Night of Champions? Like uh, he he wanted he wanted to work. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. Good. Don't need to get pinned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's oh, oh, true, true. But it's but it's like it's it seemed like a thing of, you know, they weren't they weren't like in partnership, and then Jericho got pissed at the end and stuff like that. I literally watched that. I was just like, okay, so there is no purpose in that. Cool. Nothing's changed. You're just bitching because that was your seven point pick a match. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> let's uh, yeah, let's go over pickums real quick from uh, from Sunday. Yeah. Uh, as um, requested. While you're pulling that up, the other names that were in the mix uh, to be the third man, the third man of uh, that trio, uh, other names were. Um, I know. I know of one. What's the uh, one that you know of? Corbin. I didn't see that one. Corbin, yeah, I, Corbin, and Joe were like the NXT. Like if they were going to do an NXT guy, the two, I saw people, Finn as well. Yeah, the people that were just being thrown around. The only other one I saw was Kane because they were both rumored yeah. coming back at the same time. So Kane at least would have like I don't know in some world would have like tied a bow. It would have tied their first bow, <laughs> a two year ago <laughs> bow. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Bo Dallas is he six or seven months pregnant? Holy shit, he's fatter than Bray. <laughs> he legitimately is. I was watching uh cuz he's doing like the like the kind of more serious thing. So I watched uh the clip of him and Truth on SmackDown a couple weeks ago just so I'd see the promo and they showed the match I'm like, "Oh my god. How how much of a dick did Chris Hero have to be to get fired and he's got a job?" <laughs> uh uh, uh, yeah, you know, um, 
he's been chowing down on his favorite pasta way, like way too much lately. Bow ties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, uh, 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 I'm trying. To, oh, don't worry. I'll have more. Hold on. Keep going. <laughs> Uh, so Pickham's from uh, Sunday. Uh, Tope is now on a two Pickham streak of first place. Somehow, uh, he only got his one pointer wrong, which was New Day. So Tope got first. I was right behind him in second. Third was Rich. Augie was fourth, even though he only got two matches right. Wynn managed to get four matches right and still finished in last. <laughs> it's, because, all, it's all it's all point placement, man. Because Wynn got his seven and his six wrong. Uh, so for season totals. Tope is in first place with 23. I'm in second place with 21. Rich and Augie are in third place with 20. And Widden is digging his heels in that Augie spot with 13 points. I'm, I'm like seriously, like I was almost about to eat on this on this podcast. I'm in last. I'm turning into Augie this year. The only difference is I'm not getting asked to do threesomes. Hey, how's that going, by the way? Talking to me or wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> you? Uh, no. Oh. Fine. I- I've been saving the hashtag AugieCS bumper, so I'll go in at the beginning of the show. Uh, I'm just gonna look here real quick, Win. I just want to check something for your own good. Hey, man. Yeah, the year that I got married, I finished fourth, so you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Might just be something yeah. that happens. There's, there's, there's a lot of things taking over my life right now. Right, Getting married, I have to travel for work. Very busy. Uh, don't forget, our next pick'em is going to be uh, takeover. So I'll be calling you guys uh, two weeks from now, just on like a like a Monday or a Tuesday, <laughs> to like get your picks for the Wednesday show. Oh, cool! Then I, and I'll be on NXT before the takeover special, so I'll have the inside scoop. Why don't you just cut Augie's arm open and rub the salt in the wound? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's the only person here that hasn't been to an NXT show. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, thanks <laughs> to somebody getting fucking married when NXT was in Miami. Hey, yo, that Drago mask is still on sale. Yo, let's not talk about that, all right? <laughs> Dude, I, I've been really tempted to buy this seven ninety nine Pentagon Junior mini mask for a keychain. Oh, they have a purple and a blue one. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the Drago mask. Great. They also have a Drago shirt for $19.99. I don't care about the shirt. Yeah, it's, it looks like hell. I'm not going to wear a shirt on my face. It's <laughs> a great concept. That's how I felt the same thing with the Pentagon shirt. It's just like, I would never, ever, 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 ever wear that. Oh, they have arrows. Oh, my God. They got a ton of them in now. What, masks? Yeah, they have a blue, a purple, and a green Drago mask. And then they have a blue, black, and gold, and black and green Aerostar mask. Are they all, like, the same price as the... Yeah, they're all $125. they are all, like, legit masks. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I was hoping wasn't the case. Yeah, well, they're also all signed, too. Yeah, sure. The green Drago mask is fucking baller. Ugh. <sighs> All right, well, uh, it works, so we should never have to worry about that again. Okay, okay. good, good. Uh, you just sound like the Wheel of Fortune wheel. Uh, uh, 600. Uh, that means that's the end of... Uh, we're going to go to the Fast Money Run. I don't even know how Wheel of Fortune works. 
Oh, because Witten's not on the call. Uh, <laughs> oh, did you watch NXT tonight? No, I haven't. Uh, well, um, but I don't know. I, like reading uh, the, uh, I briefly looked at the Reddit, uh, like on of like ongoing discussion, and there was a few things where I'm like, oh, they're just like showing random shit. Like, like what? they're not, they're not showing because they showed the Apollo Crews Gargano match was tonight. I think no, no. Oh, I just saw something about Cruz, and I was like, well, the only other thing he did was wrestle Gargano, so it must have been like a backstage vignette or something. Yeah, they announced uh, Cruz versus Breeze for uh, respect. Oh shit! Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. What else? Uh, what else? The I fucking countout, dude! Jesus Christ! I told you. That it's like they try to sell it like she hit her head on the 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 ramp, but it's like even no even then that's not what happens. I did not embellish my analysis of that at all. <laughs> yeah, and it was funny too. Like exactly right when you said like the crowd like woke up like wait 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 wait, wait what's happening here? What the fuck. Yeah, I saw something on the 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 discussion that like they're turning like a storyline of like the ref like supporting her. Did you get like a gist of that at all? Um, they mentioned several times about like, like they did a a, a box as um, Eva was coming out, and she like thanked the ref for seeing her shoulder come up, you know, like as it rightfully did, quote unquote. Uh, yeah, and then it was the same ref in that match. Great. Um, and he, uh, like, she got her foot on the rope for, you know, what could have been a three, and he saw it. Right. So it was like, I guess you could play that into that, maybe, but I don't know. That was, that was just, that was, that was a good call. That was him doing his job. So she fucked up so bad that they're going to give her a, a ref's taking care of her gimmick. <sighs> Fuck. It's ridiculous. It, it's, I. It, that match and just watching that match it's just like you just look at her and you're like no one's making you be here like no one's <laughs> holding, no one's holding a gun to your head and then you see fucking uh Asuka come out and like she is fucking jacked to be there and and yeah it was just like such a breath of fresh air to see someone who like was just couldn't like say three letters in English, but was so much more excited to be there than even. Yo, hey, yo, that bitch made fucking Hideo and Tommy sound like fucking Sandow. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think they're pretty much on the same level, <laughs> but well, Hideo's come a long way. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he has. But um, um, but yeah, like uh, that was just really really cool to see her and that excited and I just got. Me excited for because I just want like they can't get well they they can't ever put her and Eva Marie in the ring at the same time ever unless they want mass transit too well that's exactly why unless they wanted to give everyone else what they want that is the definition of all red everything is what that will be yeah because she will be covered in blood yeah exactly she's wearing blue tights she's wearing oh dude here. 
I fucking was yelling at the top of my fucking lungs, you fucked up your wardrobe! Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Why are you wearing blue? Your blue pants isn't gonna rub off on you. <laughs> I, don't, I, I know the all botch everything came out really well. Did the That's a kick out chant come out really well? Um, you know, I wasn't, I'll, I'll be honest, I wasn't necessarily paying that much attention to the match. Because I had a pretty good calzone going on at the time. But <laughs> Oh, okay. What was her name? Um, <laughs> uh, I, that was fucking, I, one guy yelled it and everyone just picked up on it. It was beautiful. It was, that, it was like a media group mind. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> so, I wanted to do it for like every move. Like, that's a hip hop. <laughs> like teaching her what things are. And it's yeah. maddening. It's maddening because, like, Total Divas, they keep showing, like, the clips of her, like, training with Kendrick. And she's, like, doing, like, fucking one-arm German suplexes and, like, fucking Batista bombs. And it's like, oh, my God, how many takes did it take for to get that one shot of you doing that okay? And it's just this weird little lesbian-looking dude that's doing everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, she should probably be training with uh, Sarah Del Rey. Yeah, because Kendrick's just... All right, uh, do 50 squat thrusts, and I'll be right back. He's going up back, smoking a doobie, and then coming right back. Uh, okay, what were we doing? Uh, yeah, do 50 more squat thrusts. Go smoke another doobie. <laughs> oh, the cameras are here. Oh, uh, yeah, give this guy a power bomb. <laughs> we, we should have been recording this. I am recording this. <laughs> oh, just use this for some of it. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just throw this in. Perfect. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's also just sort of funny, like, again, watching that match and, like, knowing, oh, yeah, Carmella's technically, like, a second-generation wrestler. Like, that's another person that wants to be there. Who the... Wait. I saw that posted somewhere, like, a, a few months ago, or, like, she was doing, like, an interview leading up to Brooklyn, and... Um, and yeah, it was just somewhere. And the Miami Herald, it looks like. Yeah, and, and like her dad was like a jobber or whatever. But still, Dexter was just second generation. Oh wow, she is. How about that? So she wants to be. Yeah. I was half anticipating like clicking on us and being like, "Oh yeah, real name Carmela Roma," and it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, no they didn't fucking talk about it. She's fucking Paul Roma's kid. <laughs> Oh, here's a video of uh, him getting murdered by Razor Ramon and the Big Boss Man. Who, Paul Roma? Well, I'm sure I can find those two. No, her dad, Paul Van Dale. Sure. She's 25. I'm going to go throw up. Oh, God damn it. Ooh. All right, let's, we, we never got the, the Lucha one on, on recorded. Let's do this real quick. Hey, in celebration of the second season. Exactly. Let's uh, let me go here. Uh, let's see if you can be one away from these. Uh, hey, Rich, how old's Aiden English? Aiden English is twenty-nine. Twenty-seven. Bah! This will also be how many people on the NXT ro- roster are younger than you and I. <laughs> so, uh, where's my pen? There we go. <laughs> it's just it's Aiden English's hairline is that of like you know. 38 year old so exactly. that's why i was kind of running with the 29 ah, he's on here hey how's uh, how old alex riley <laughs> <laughs> what's his rage is that what yeah. you're asking me yeah uh alex riley is 
I feel like he's aged in dog years. He's five. <laughs> <laughs> he's 77. Uh, I'm going to say he is 33. Oh, you're on the right track. 34. <laughs> okay. It's because, like, in original NXT, he seemed like 25 or some shit. Yeah. And, and then now he's got the fucking body of a grizzled old vet. Grizzled old vet. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the physique of Hercules at the end. <laughs> uh, a, uh, no link for uh, Angela Dawkins. Uh, real name Gary Gordon. Yeah. Angela Dawkins is better. Uh, Apollo Crews holds Uha. Uha is, I feel like we knew this at one point. He's like 27 or 28. Well, you said 27 first, so I'm going to count that one. It was 28. <laughs> no, come on! <laughs> you know, there's been multiple names. August 22nd, 1987. So he's about eight months younger than me and almost a full year younger than uh, than you. Uh, so he just turned 28. Happy birthday, Paul Cruz. Baron Corbin. Yeah, his birthday was on uh, uh, Brooklyn. Or oh, no. that's right. We, they, that's yeah. right. They chanted it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Deceiving, because like he's already ha- he played for what like three fucking NFL teams or some shit. Yeah, he's had a life before this. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say 29, 31. Oh, fucking cut him. Yeah, <laughs> he's old. Tom Pestock. I forgot. Uh, Aiden English's real name is Matthew Reinholt, and Alex Riley, Kevin Kiley Jr. Real quick. You seen that picture of uh, Medusa and Bull Bull Makano? Nakano? Yeah, Bull Nakano. Like, she looks... Yeah. Like, she's 15. I I clicked on that link that was in in Squared Circle, and I'm just like, cool, where's Bull Nakano, though? (laughs) Yeah. Also, I think she's like a professional golfer now or some shit. (laughs) Yeah, there's like... Yeah, if if you look at Bull Nakano on a... On uh, yeah, there's a pic- even the picture of her here. It's like, hey, Bonacano, why'd you have to do that to yourself all these years? <laughs> if uh, you had yeah. a guess, twenty years ago, uh, you say, hey, you see these two women? One of them's gonna drive a monster truck, the other one's gonna be a golfer. Yeah, totally flip them. Also, it says she resides in Orlando, Florida. I'm looking out for you, Bonacano. Oh man, get her on the pod. I'll try. Uh, yeah. So contents of her Wikipedia: professional wrestling career, Japan, North America retirement, the next golf career. <laughs> I was fucking kidding. Fuck yeah. Yeah. She qualifies. She she plays for like uh, the LPGA sometimes. Uh, all right, let's let's stop having fun. How old is Blake? Bull, as Bull Nakano? No, as a real name, uh, Kiko Nakano. Close enough. Yeah. How old's Blake? How old's Blake? Uh, Corey Weston. Um, he is. I feel like they're all going to be like in the same age group, sort of. Uh, he's. 27. 28, son of a bitch. Oh, you fucker! September 4th, 1987. So he's a year and a day uh, younger than you. Yep. Uh, James Smith himself, Bull Dempsey. Man. How old is he in donuts? (laughs) Uh, Bull Dempsey... He's got. It looks like he's got a baby face under that beard. I'm gonna go. Bull Dempsey's twenty six. Twenty seven. 
January. This is the worst. This is the most. Fr- this thing's gonna put me in an early grave. <laughs> January sixteenth, nineteen eighty-eight. He is a year and two days younger than me. Stop doing the math. Because they're so easy. Those are. Stop you know how it. close those are to us. Just stop it, man. Date wise, they're so close. Uh, Chad Gable, Chaz Betts. I don't know what the better name is there. Uh, Chad Gable. I don't know. Chaz Betts is kind of cool. Chaz Betts rings like four, like just rings four thirty three on the PWI. Gable's like he, he uh, he's got to be like. I gotta be careful which number I say first. Twenty five. 29. What? Yeah. Wow. He's older than you. Thank God. Week of the week. Uh, William Morrissey himself. The William Morrissey Agency. Ah, fuck. Should have let that one roll on by. Uh, Big Cass. John Cassidy. Wait, his real name is William Morrissey. William Morrissey, yeah. Oh. Um he seems twenty nine to me. Nailed it. There you go. Twenty nine right. years old. August sixteenth, nineteen eighty six. Uh no page for Dash Wilder yet. That's a shame. Uh Enzo. Uh I mean probably like twenty nine or twenty eight, probably same age range. Yep, twenty eight years old. Eric Arndt. Ardent, I still don't know how to say that. Uh, so he's older than both of us. Uh, I think we've been over Finn a lot, but just for for the podcast sake, I'll yeah, it. He's like thirty three, right? Thirty four. So fuck, yeah. fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, which then leads right into Hideo Itami, Kenta Kobayashi. He, dude's like forty two, right? <laughs> he's only thirty four, but yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Jason Jordan. Man, Nathan... that bitch like fifty. <laughs> no, Jason Jordan Nathan I, Everhart uh, Jason Jordan is 28 26 Wow, alright From Chicago, Illinois uh, Pierre Marceau Marcus Louis um, I don't know, are we sure he's still alive? Uh, I don't know, but his Wikipedia page is crazy. This article is being considered for deletion. <laughs> and then it, under Bourne, I didn't it says, know the Wikipedia article was so meta about his developmental status. Under Born, it says missing missing required parameter one month expression error unrecognized. Like it's crazy. <laughs> All I have is a year. Uh, Marcus Louis is uh uh twenty six. Uh, he was born in ninety one. So he's 24? Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, apparently 24. Jesus. French people, man. Uh, Mojo Raleigh. Dean Mataudi. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's another football player that played, like, at least four places. So I'm going to go with, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say 30. 30. No, how old's Gronk? Uh, I can't tell you that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say he's uh, he's like thirty. Of course, thirty nine, Rich. <laughs> oh God, damn it! Why would he not be? Uh, How old is Zach Ryder? 
Uh, Zach Ryder, as I type this now, hung himself. <laughs> Zach Ryder is 30. May 4th, huh. 85. Poor guy. Murphy, Matthew Adams. He is... Which, by the way, I'm I'm convinced that one of those one of those dudes is dating Alexa just based off of her. Uh, I think Buddy Murphy is. I think it is Murphy. Yeah. Which, Murphy. It, if that's the case, then it's cool. Yeah. Blake is dating a uh, can of skull. <laughs> <laughs> Has been since high school. Uh, yeah. Buddy Murphy is. I want to say he's young. I want to say he's like twenty. <laughs> Why would you have it? Why would you? Six, 26. Yeah, of course it was. God damn it. I hate it. I hate it. All right. How old's Rhino? (laughs) Terry Garrett. He's like 39, right? Or he's like, no. How did you get that one? You son of a bitch. (laughs) Because I remember when he came back and I looked it up. I'm like, shit, he's only two years older than Cena. God, yeah, Rhino is 39. Unbelievable. I can't believe he got that, you fucker. Uh, Sami Zayn. Randy uh, Spy. Uh, Sami Zayn is... He's like... Uh, 29? 31. 31. Hmm. Uh, Samoa Joe. Uh, I'm not going to say his real name. I have to. Nufuola Sianoa. Uh, Joe is... And I have a theory about Joe, about why you're, like, so, uh... Uh, uh, cold on him in NXT. Um, but I'm going to say Joe is 35. Just stop making the S noise. And he's 36. Yes, he is. <laughs> 36, you hurt. I'm doing it now just to fuck with you. I know. Um, but yeah, my theory on Joe for you anyway. Um, is that you've already like, like seen everything he's ever could do or is gonna do? Exactly. So you know uh, him and just this. Like, whereas me, on the other hand, I've only really seen him in TNA. Which by the time I got to him in TNA, he didn't give a fuck. So that's why I'm I'm still like excited to see him in in NXT. Whereas you've kind of you've been there, done that, gotten the T-shirt. Got CM Punk to sign an autograph and call him fat on the autograph. Mm-hmm. You are correct, sir. Um, Simon Gotch, John Smith. Simon Gotch. <laughs> I love that his name is just John Smith. John Smith, right? Uh, is 20... He's 27. He's 32. Whoa! Yeah, that took me aback just now. He's been wrestling. He's been wrestling since 2002. He looks great. Yeah, fuck. What a what an interesting trained by section. Donovan Morgan, Michael Modest, Rick Thompson, Daniel Bryan, Harley Race, and the WWE Performance Center. He's, uh, he's had a journey. Yeah. Solomon Crow. And hold on, hold on. He's. He's been around that long, been trained by that many people, and the best he came up with was a strongman gimmick? Hey. He just really likes that mustache. Oh, God. Sammy Callahan, Solomon Crow, Sam Johnston, whatever you want to fucking call him. Um, call, 
call him probably gone this time next year. Stop it. I'll I'm telling you. That. Um, yeah, 30. 28. Okay. 28, September 1st, 1987. I feel like I knew that. I feel like I knew he was like a year younger than me. Yeah. Sylvester LaFort. That's right. He's still on the roster. Thomas LaRuffa. Yeah, talk about a dude that's not going to be there in a year. Yeah. Um, he's, he's like 44, right? <laughs> 31. And whatever. Same thing. France, France is weird, man. Uh, Ty Dillinger. He's got to be like 32, 33. 34? <laughs> Even when you're doing two, now you can't fucking hit it. Oh. Ronnie Arneal. Uh, Tyler Breeze. This is the last male. Tyler Breeze. Um, 28? 27. Mother! He's fuck it. All these guys are like right in my wheels. January 19th, 88. He's a year and a day younger than me. This is crazy. Uh, all right. Girls, Alexa Bliss. Like twenty four. You're gonna get all these right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say that. no. I'm, yeah, I'm just gonna uh, say Kana or As- Asuka. Uh, she's like thirty three, right? You motherfucker! I've recently looked that one up. Bailey. I'm, yeah, Bailey. I I I'll tell you right now. I don't know this one off the top of my head. I'm gonna say twenty five or six. Twenty six. Okay. Pamela Martinez. Uh, Carmella. You just mentioned earlier oh, yeah, she's, she's twenty five. Oh well, they well fact error on the Miami Herald. Wikipedia has her as twenty seven. Ah, uh, well, I don't know. One's a newspaper; the other is an open source <laughs> information. Yeah, uh, Data Brooke, Ashley Sabera, Ashley Sabera of bad news. <laughs> God damn you. 28. Uh, 26. Mm. 26. And they don't have Eva Marie on here. Because she's like 34 or 5 or 6 or some shit like that. Yeah, I know she's something stupid. Hold she's on. retiring in two years. <laughs> Leave the memories alone. Eva Marie is 31. That's a lie. That is... A straight up lie. Natalie Marie Nelson Coyle. God, she has more names than moves. Why well, added her her maiden name is Nelson? Still, Jesus, that's the worst. That it? That all you got for me? Yeah, I mean that's it for. I mean that's it for the guy for the main roster people. They have a giant list of people that haven't been assigned yet. Sure, sure. Uh, like fucking the Amanda chick from Tough Enough. Uh, of the ones I can actually click on, that Gianna Daddio girl, the New Jersey girl that botched the shit out of her match with Sasha Banks, she's only 21, so she's got time. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, how uh, blue pants? Oh, uh, Liv Bates is 25. She's 32? Whoa! Whoa! Yeesh. 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 Huh. 
She works during the week at, a, at Universal. Go figure. Huh. Um, who else here? How a rich swan. I think we both know is fucking young as shit. Yeah, he's he's like, what, 23, 24? Yeah, 24. And I think that's kind of... Oh, and how old's Nia Jax? Well, this could be anything. <laughs> that's... Man, like... That doesn't matter. Uh, don't worry about it. They don't have it on here. <laughs> okay, good. Let's go to Burt Reynolds. I don't bother. I didn't write anything. Very well. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's wrap it up here. Uh, does someone want to hit Twitter while I'm in the email? If there's any, like, um, recent interactions or anything like that? Sure. Uh, Since a lot of them were just asking me if I'm all right anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Go back like a month or two because we haven't covered this since like July. Uh, we had an email from Jamie Albright back in July. Hey, yo, did Augie read that book yet? <laughs> that, that is that is nope. the exact quote, and I tried to add this extra the extra G in Augie. Uh, parentheses, keep up the good work, guys. Uh, if you listen to the draft podcast, you already know that Augie did not read the book. I don't read shit. Uh, I don't think we touched on this email from John from Glasgow. Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen, parentheses, and Augie. <laughs> I yeah. requested just for the hell of it, I will attempt to keep track of Mama's family and the McLaughlin report. Oh my but since God. I have no idea what they are, I will only know if you point it out on the pod. Man, fucking Scotland don't... can't get Mama's family? That's a travesty. Man, John from Glasgow, don't worry about it, man. Take the day off. <laughs> Yes, I am a clinically yes, I'm clinically mad, but I've been working one week and fuck me, this is a long commute. The other facts he's going to keep in track are the number of times the word fuck is used. Oh my god. Oh jeez. Wow, About the dude. topic of every fucky of the week. Who drew who in the Rumble and Bubble and Stumbling series? That's actually a really good idea. Uh, the other games we've done, like Twitter and Guest Bookie. And if he can, the quizzes, but I'll see how that goes. Uh, he tried to document the RVD intros, but it's just impossible. No point doing pick'em since Mullet already does it. And thanks for talking about them on the pod as well. It was me who requested it. I'm going to go back and listen to podcast number 17 and Mullet's review of Four Colored Girls. Keep up the good stuff as always. <laughs> Ever loyal and slightly insane minion John from Scotland. Oh, I remember that review. I remember that. Uh, from Suit Williams, Mr. Seen Enough. Uh, hey guys, so here on a recent episode, Mullet said he couldn't do a Shakara update because he didn't know what was happening. I thought that I would help out, so here is your Shakara update in three senses or less. <sighs> this is Mullet with his Shakara update in hopefully three sentences or less. I used to feel down, hit the ground running, makes me feel alive. Hollow Wicked beat Icarus at one of Shakara's England shows to win the Grand Championship. The Wrecking Crew, oh you son of a bitch, which is the team of Blaster McMassive, Max Smashmaster, Flex Rumble Crunch, and Jaka, are the are leading the season-long challenge of the Immortals. And <laughs> God damn, this is gonna be so out of context. Kevin Condren has gotten both Volgar and Missile Assault Ant to unmask, and is trying to get the three of them entered into King of Trios. I just like to say in the phrase vulgar. Uh, that's all for me. Keep up the great work. I do know that uh, Missile Assault Ant is now just known as Missile Assault Man and was like apparently a Nazi or something. <laughs> like actually assaulted people with missiles. <laughs> kind of dark for a Shakara gimmick. Uh, what else here? I know we had another one. Oh, and uh, Habert the Babert emailed us a couple quizzes. I don't know if we're going to get to on our next podcast, 
but uh, definitely going to keep them in our back pocket for the future. So thank you for that. And I think we hit up on all the emails from a previous time. Uh, Rich, what we got on the Twitter? Uh, Twitter. All right, uh, kind of uh, going back a decent ways here. Uh, I just gotta x out of this real quick. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Stan the Dry Bear uh, asked uh, who grabbed an early review copy of a 536-page Bob Backlund biogra- biography. Oh. Hashtag this guy. Get ready for so many facts. <laughs> um, I don't know why I just said that like Jesse Ventura. Uh, <laughs> so many facts. Um, what else we got here? Uh, A lot of excitement. This is back for like fucking Brooklyn. Um, man, uh, there's so much old shit. Uh, if, if, while you're while you're skimming through, I do remember that he, uh, uh, Stan the Dry Bear sent us a separate message saying, seriously. Read the the first uh, paragraph yes. of the preview of the Bob Backlund uh, profile on Amazon, and I will do that right now. But Bob Backlund began life as a poor farm boy in the little village of Princeton, Minnesota, with a population of just over two thousand people. He was a below average student with a lackluster work ethic and a bad attitude, who hung with the wrong crowd and made a lot of bad choices. He was a kid whose life was headed for a disaster until a local coach took interest in him, suggested he take up amateur wrestling, and offered to work with him if he promised to stay out of trouble. That's wonderful. That's a prologue to the pilot episode of Bob Acklin's life. <laughs> that is... Uh, that is just glorious. Uh, in the, the, the heat of the SummerSlam uh, 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 throws... Uh, L not so terrible. Wanted to know is uh, so is Augie going to have John Stewart as his number one pick, uh, or um, number one pick, or is that going to be next year? I guess uh, yeah, that was before our fucking pickums or our, our draft. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't the case, but you know, Augie, there is still always next year. Who, uh, who was my right pick? Uh, You're gonna take John Stewart next year. Um, no, nah. thought about also, it. <clears throat> uh, want to know if uh, our store was gone because he ran out of blank white t-shirts. Hashtag. <laughs> Blank merch. (laughs) We never sold one of those. Come on. It was a joke. I know, but I still wanted to sell one. Augie, we have a link to ribs.com on our website. (laughs) Yeah, we got to call them up and see how they're doing business-wise. We're promoting the shit out of them. Um, oh, along uh, for more real Backlund facts, stand the dry bear. Bob Backlund was invo- involuntarily hotboxed on a road trip by a pot smoking Jack Briscoe and Dusty Rhodes. El <laughs> uh, uh, Not So Terrible yelled at us uh, at one point when two, it finally happened. Two, literally two wrestlers show up in a suit. I forgot what that was for. Um, uh, a congrats from. Uh, 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 John Glasgow 9, John from Glasgow, congrats on making 250. Awesome achievement, guys. Be proud. Here's a 250 more beer emoji. Um, <laughs> uh, Mildog uh, tagging Potswoggle and myself in a promotional tweet uh, for a Taylor Hendricks match. Thank you, <laughs> Mildog. 311. <laughs> Um, and then also uh, the night that uh, uh, Gargano and uh, Ciampa were were just backstage on NXT, uh, he said, man, William Regal did a worse job with Ciampa's name than the Podswoggle squad. Hashtag Ciampa. 
Look, man, it's an, it's intricate, okay? It's a struggle, <laughs> man. It's a struggle. Um, uh, in response to, uh, uh, I forget exactly what it was, Charles tweets, uh, said, hey, mullet, that was effed up what you did to my boy at the Tope Network. Apologies to Sasha Banks. Oh, yeah, because you got Sasha Banks' this fucking thing. <laughs> oh, I have not forgotten. We'll uh, never forget. Cyborg Sumo sent us a picture uh, that was just tagged with us and then hashtag B dub his fucking quad. Uh, <laughs> that was the, uh, the Rock and Roll Express, um, Rikishi, and. The powers of Pain. The Powers of Pain. They All right, that's what they look like now. <laughs> they, they look like they're painfully not powerful. <laughs> Also, John from Glasgow also yelled at us, guys. How am I? How am I meant to keep track of eight bit themes when you start bleeping the answers? <laughs> <laughs> we gave him the answer. Habert uh, the Babert, Podswoggle, episode one sixty. Quote: In a few years, we are going to look at Dolph Ziggler like we look at the Miz. Or no, are we? It was a question. Are we going to look at Dolph Ziggler like we look at the Miz? They had it right the first time. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's more declarative now. And then, yeah, Mullet said that, and I LOL'd hard. It's going to be my uh, my legacy on this show. Um, what else we got here? Da 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 da. da. Um, fucking L underscore squ- underscore Swanee. Um, you know, uh, tagged uh, again, Podswoggle and myself. Because uh, he was listening to episode 79 that day, and uh, yeah, I thought you'd like to know. And it was a a retweet with us in it of, um, you know, the announcement of uh, TNA's latest induction into the Hall of Fame. At <laughs> <laughs> uh, underscore crawdad man, I wanted to know what was up with the subway jokes on the 8-bit themes, and then someone clued him into it, to which his response was, holy shit! Uh, El not so terrible. Uh, I want to know why we don't watch any Dragon Gate, and then he linked us to, uh, to a fucking insane YouTube video that if you guys haven't watched it, watch it. It's crazy. Yeah, and that that uh, was I was in there. Sorry, go ahead. So Dragon Gate's the shit. Uh, I meant to mention earlier when we were talking about the uh, the Divas Revolution storyline. I hope that it becomes like Dragon Gate storylines, where just like everyone just keeps switching teams like every six months. Yeah, <laughs> it's like battle will eventually be like Paige, Tamina, and like Brie Bella. And it's like, wait, what? How the fuck did that happen? Uh, also, uh, Rich, you know that like Dragon Gate USA, like it's just evolved now. Yeah, I, I, I feel like that's just been the case for the last two years, and the Dragon Gate uh, Open the Freedom Gate title is just what their Intercontinental title now, basically. No, well, remember Galloway? Oh yeah, that's right. No, he won both. That's right. Well, here's what happened: Galloway merged the two, held them for a while, and then Timothy Thatcher beat him for both of them. And then, like, the show or two afterwards, he called Gargano out and gave him the Open the Freedom Gate title to tire it. Um, yeah, because that's the right thing to do. Because because the title just magically, like, starts burning your hands if it's not in the hands of Johnny Gargano. Goddamn right. That's why he had it for fucking years. Yeah. Um... Stand the Dry Bear, uh, uh, in response to episode 252, please tell me 252 wasn't recorded in Rich's tiny closet studio. I might die from depression. Well, it wasn't. Um, so no need to die from there. And then uh, Mill Dog, uh, this is the last one we got here, is uh, one man Potswoggle is so sad and depressing, mainly because it sounds just like me when I'm alone. Hashtag one is the loneliest number. Hashtag or at Rich Cammy. It wasn't that depressing, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Fine. Uh, I do want to point a couple that I had for my personal Twitter that I wanted to point out uh, that I, I didn't do before. Mildog mentioned uh, my drunk history of Katie Vick uh, way back when, when Andrew is uh, calling it a top five Potswoggle moment of all time. Yeah, Thank you for that. Um, uh, at L underscore Swanee uh, tagged all four of us uh, from at SB's Nation Soccer. If you have a Cuban friend, go give them a hug. Uh, I'm guessing that's something soccer related, but we didn't huggy huggy. Sorry. Uh, at Tyler Barr mentioned during 8-Bit Themes, uh, he was hoping that someone would have picked Jitterbug uh, when we did bugs for beeping in for 8-Bit Themes. <laughs> and what was the other one? Uh, oh, Rich tagged me and Dave and Tope for apologizing on the uh, two-year anniversary of the Quest with Quad. And... Oh, yeah, that was a good good time hop. Because it like coincided perfectly with Tope's uh, Drunk History of Edge. Yeah. S. Allen underscore 87 uh, mentioned that Phoenix dropped an F-bomb at Chikara, and I was like, oh, bad form. Uh, and Mildog also said that he thought JBL name-dropped me on a show the other night, but he was talking about Chris Mullen, which is not the first time that's ever happened before. <laughs> be the last. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, it's been great if someone's like, hey, he's talking about Potswoggle? No, he's talking about white-ass basketball player. All righty. That's going to do it for this news-based episode of Podswoggle. Next week, we got a game-based podcast we're recording immediately after this show, so look forward to that. And check us out on podswoggle.com. We have all kinds of great stuff there. It is currently the home base for the rest of the podcast in the Swoggle Network. That includes Picked Up, The Blank Slate, Married with Movies, and our fourth podcast, Rich, if you want to give a little uh, plug to our brand-new show on the Swoggle Network at the moment. Uh, yes, and uh, while you can't uh, find it on uh, podswoggle.com, um, it is searchable. It's live in the iTunes uh, store. Uh, it's also on Stitcher, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. It's also, it also could be found um, uh, on um, arcade-audio.com slash rfather. Uh, that's the name of the podcast. It's called Our Father. It was um, uh, 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 Rudy Mendoza and I, um, if you've listened to Blank Slate uh, or you go and listen to Our Father, um, he, uh, uh, him and I have been working on this uh, podcast for a few months now. And basically what it is is um, there is a quote-unquote priest recording quote-unquote confessions uh, and sending them to us. And what else would we do with them but – Release them in podcast form. Um, and uh, we've been working with a lot of really awesome people. Um, uh, 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 the priest, Father Connolly, is played by Patrick Connolly, who's uh, an improviser up here in Chicago uh, at Comedy Sports and with World News Tonight at I.O. Um, and he's been just absolutely fucking amazing as the priest. Uh, and uh, guests have been um, so far confessors have been um uh robert cullen birdie uh who's been on the show plenty of times um uh and and he's the first episode and that's definitely the most appropriate to start with if you're coming from potswoggle um there might be not necessarily a potswoggle tie-in but it definitely has to do with the subject matter um that is for sure uh, and and it's it's definitely one of my favorite episodes. And then, yeah, a bunch of other uh, awesome dudes um, and, and other more episodes. But so far, it's just dudes. We're not doing just dudes, though. Um, yeah, sorry. I- I'm just so fucking excited about this show. I'm so glad it's finally out. Um, and please, please, please go listen to it. 
this is the start of a big movement that we're doing, and I feel like, yeah, this is an incredibly unique show. It's fucking hilarious, um, and uh, it's short too. There, there's not an episode that's like longer than twenty minutes. So the first three episodes are up now. Go download them, listen to them, rate them, uh, and then uh, hit us up. Hit us uh, with feedback um, on Facebook. Just search Our Father Podcast, and on Twitter, uh, Our Father Pod. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, be on the lookout for that and all the other shows in the Swallow Network. Like we mentioned, hit us up on social media: Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Instagram. All those good things. Uh, like we went, mentioned earlier, anytime you send us a tweet or an, or anytime you send us a, a tweet that's relevant to the show, we'll read it. Just like we'll read any email you send us, potswoggle at gmail.com. Just like we'll read any review you leave us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. No matter what it says, Rich will read it. Uh, it helps us out a lot. And when you subscribe, you get your podcast automatically. So you don't have to go see, uh, search them out every single time uh, they come up. Every single Thursday slash Friday if I'm too tired to post the podcast. Anything else? Uh, let me check real quick as we're wrapping up this episode. Like I promised, Kevin Federline Twitter. Let's see if he hit it. Kevin Federline is at 3,332 followers. He didn't get another follower in an hour and a half. Oh. Son of a bitch. Widden, any last thoughts? Uh, not not to be real serious because of my last thoughts. This is this is a call to all of you fans that attend live events. Stop fucking getting in the ring. <laughs> it's getting fucking ridiculous now. Like we know you, we know you want to be on TV and we know you want to you know have your moment and stuff like that. Like stop fucking doing it. A, you're not a, you're not gonna look cool. B, you're gonna get tackled by four or five muscular guys, which is gonna hurt. And C, you're gonna have to go to jail. They just they just said that the guy who rushed in at Night of Champions uh, is gonna have to serve ten days in jail. How many times has this happened? Uh, oh my gosh. I think it's well, three in the well three like run-ins either over the barrier or into the ring in the past like well no two all right. There was the guy that threw the fake money in the bank briefcase at Roman Reigns at a live event. Yes. Right in the head. Then, like, the next week, some fan, like, jumped over the barricade and, like, tried to, like, run towards Ambrose. And apparently he had, like, a weapon on him. So that's, he tried to, like, stab Ambrose. That's a story, yeah. And then, like, two Fuck. weeks later, when Rollins was walking out the ring, this Axel Rose-looking dude just, like, sort of walking next to Rollins. And then... At the pay-per-view on Sunday, this Drake Younger-looking fucking dude in a shield outfit, like, jumped over the barricade and managed to get into the ring and stand behind Ambrose and Reigns like he was going to be their third member. And Wyatt sold a great, it's like, that's your third guy? Yeah, it's so, so it's like, just stop fucking doing it. Yeah, it's getting ridiculous. Yes. Although it is, it is, it is funny to see the WWE World Heavyweight Champion walked down the ramp and some weird fucking dude just started walking with him and he's like, wait, 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 what's going on? And then, and then, it, cuts to, and then it cuts to Cena in the ring and Cena's thinking like the guy's got an Uzi or something. It's like, whoa, 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 hey, 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 hey. And Darren Young and Titus and are laughing. <laughs> They're like, whatever. <laughs> Crazy ass white people. Uh, Augie, any last thoughts? Yeah, try doing that with uh, for a New Jack match, bitches. <laughs> No, fine. I'll trump that one this time. Scott Steiner will still fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
Also, this isn't the podcast related, but sources close to the situation say if Kevin Durant decides to leave, he'll be considering Washington and Miami the highest. Or? Yeah, son. Brent, your last thoughts. Who? <laughs> Who? I see now you're all happy and shit. Tope, any last thoughts? Uh, apologies to Sasha Banks. And I just realized in K-Babe, Kevin Owens' son is Owen Owens. <laughs> 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 That's the shittiest name of all time. They should make his storyline mom Kelly Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, for Tope, for Augie, for Rich, for Widden, for Owen Owens, and for me apologizing to women everywhere. This is Mullet. So now for Podswoggle, wrestling podcast entertainment. We are swogging off. Get back in the kitchen. That's why I'm not, that's why I'm not married. I respect women. Whoa, 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 Augie. <laughs> what did you just say? Nothing. It's recorded. Yay. <laughs> Cupcakers. <laughs> All right. No, it's good. <laughs> there we go. That's the moment. Cupcakers. <laughs> oh, go- oh, gosh. Solace Winner isn't going to like us anymore. Cupcakers is going to be the name of the show that replaces TNA on Destination America. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're you're going to have so many girls. <laughs> exactly. Oh, we didn't talk. Augie, did you see the thing uh, from NXT Brooklyn? The girl in the crowd and her sign. Did we send this to you? Oh, I think did you. I thought you posted it somewhere. I thought I posted it somewhere. I might just. I thought it was in a text or something. Or I sent it out. But there was a girl like in like the nosebleeds in Brooklyn that had like basically like a homeless man sign that was just fucking oh, like a fucking cardboard box with like black letters and the sign just said. Face fuck me, Finn. Oh. <laughs> and it like, and it was this. It, look, Sasha's not ratchet, but this ratchet ass. You're on the show. Steampunk ship, and no shit. My favorite joke in Squared Circle history. Like they put that picture up there, and the top comment was a quote of Michael Cole saying he calls them his face fucks, like he calls them his fireflies. <laughs> 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 it fucking killed me. But yeah, I'll make sure to try and send you that image. I think I have it saved on my phone. It's like, oh, it's disgusting. Hey, show me the link for the... PWG? Uh... Yeah, son. When wrestling sex confessions become real. has been a Podswoggle Network production. Visit podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment.